Hello, thanks for joining me today on Prophetic Voice. You are listening to episode 6 of Living the Supernatural Life podcast. My name is Shadi Akimi and I am your host. As usual, I welcome you and I say thank you so much. Again, it's always, always a privilege to come to you to bring the word of God, to share the word of God with you. So today I pray that you will connect with the spirit of the word and that the life of the word will transform your situation in Jesus' name. The word of God is life. Jesus said the word that I speak is spirit and is life. You know, when the word of God comes, because it's life, it brings the power of God into a situation. So no matter how dead a situation is, when it confronts, comes in contact with the word of God by faith, there is a change. There is a life-giving force that comes in. So today, I want to encourage you, by faith, connect with the spirit of the word. As the word is coming, concerning your life, concerning your circumstances, allow God, the Holy Spirit, to move in your situation. In Jesus' name, I, I, I just feel the fire of God right now. And I believe that God wants to touch your situation. God wants to speak into your life today. So I want to encourage you to connect with the spirit of the word by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, I will continue from where I left the last episode. That is um, from 2 Kings chapter 6. Uh, in that episode where I was looking at, where we shared, I shared on the situation in the city of Samaria where there was uh, famine and um, th- there was so much going on there. They were in a very, very desperate situation and the king was really, very angry and was getting more and more frustrated. I shared on that. I focus a lot on on the king's reaction that he was very fearful about the situation and he, because of his frustration he was just losing control of himself and the, the 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 enemy was kind of gaining more and more control to the extent that he was now pl- plotting to commit murder to kill the servant of god so i was emphasizing that fact how things uh looked in that realm when we look to the natural which i said i mean it is a harm of flesh when we look to the arm of flesh for strength the bible calls it says that in jeremiah 17 5 says that causes the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength whose heart turns away from the lord you know when we give our reliance, total reliance to the natural ability, our natural resources, when we can't see beyond that, we are not relying on God. We, but, you know, we, we are limited and we, we will get frustrated and we will produce the works of the flesh. The Bible says that with God, when we rely on God, there is an everlasting harm where there is refuge. Deuteronomy 33.27 says that the eternal God is a dwelling place and underneath are the everlasting hands. You know, under, in, in, under, underneath the hands of God, you find the refuge, you find security. You have, there, there is an unfailing strength that comes for us to equip us, to empower us. This is where we gain the strength that we need to give birth to spiritual inheritance, our calling and spiritual destiny. This is how we are able to fulfill what God has for us. Is when we come to Him for strength. And 
um, for this reason this why i want to focus on this episode on elisha's attitude to the situation in comparison to the king's attitude because they both faced the same similar set of circumstances they both were in the same city in the same facing the, the same circumstances with the famine situation in the land the pain the threat of captivity the threat of death they both were facing the same thing yet they had opposite reactions one heart is focused on the natural circumstances and the natural trend of things how things were developing in the natural while the other one had their focus on god and on the, the ability the power of god to work in impossible situation and turn it around for good so today uh, i'm going to just focus on that spiritual aspect the life of elisha in comparison i'm going to read the text again in second kings chapter 6 i just want to read that to refresh our memory so that we recap the events again Okay, reading from 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 24, I will read through to 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 3. Afterward, Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, mustered his entire army and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria. And as they besieged it, until a donkey's head was sold for 80 shekels of sliver and the fourth part of curb of dove dung for five shekels of slaver now as the king of israel was passing by on the wall a woman cried out to him saying help my lord o king and he said if the lord will not help you how shall i help you from the threshing floor or from the wine press and the king asked her what is your trouble she answered this woman said to me give your son that we may eat him today and we will eat my son tomorrow so we boiled my son and ate him and on the next day i said to her give your son that we may eat him but she has eaten a son when the king heard the words of the woman he tore his clothes now he was passing by on the wall and the people looked and behold he had a sackcloth beneath on his body and he said, My God, sorry, and he said, May God do so to me and more also, if the head of Elisha, the son of Shepherd, remains on his shoulders tomorrow. Elisha was sitting in his house, and the elders were sitting with him. Now the king had dispatched a man from his presence. But before the messenger arrived, Elisha said to the elders, do you see how this murderer has sent to take off my head? Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold the door fast against him. Is not the sound of his master's feet behind him? And while he was still speaking with them, the messenger came down to him and said, This trouble is from the Lord. Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? But Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Tomorrow about this time, a seer of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel, and two seer of belly for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. 
Then the captain on whose hand the king leaned said to the man of God, If the Lord himself should make windows in heaven, could this thing be? But he said, You shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. From Elisha's handling of the situation, we can see that he was a man of the spirit. He was a a man who was spiritually inclined. He rested in the everlasting arms of God, not allowing the physical to gain control of the reaction. He had his, his kind of engagement with the whole situation was like, he focused more on the spiritual terrain. He looked into the spiritual realm. You see, the thing is that Elisha realized that it's the spiritual that controls the physical realm. It's the spiritual that is in control. It's not the other way around. This is actually in direct opposite to uh, the king's attitude. As a spiritual person, he was more focused on the spiritual aspect. The Bible says that the, the spiritual man seeks after the things of the spirit, press into the things of the spirit, perceive things from the spiritual perspective. Uh, but a carnal man looks at things and pursues things in the flesh, in the natural realm. In Colossians 3 tells us that we need to learn to put on the new we need to renew our minds you know we need to put off the whole self that's the 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 carnal nature the nature that you know works with the natural reaction looks observe things and you know reacts to things in the natural manner because that is actually basic because we are seated with Christ as new creation. The Bible says that when we are in Christ, as, as believers in Christ Jesus, we have become a new creation. We, we have a new nature. We have a spiritual nature. We are endowed with the nature of Christ. And so we, we need to set our minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. Because we are now, we have been given dominion in the earth realm over circumstances. And so we, we need to focus more on the spiritual atmosphere, the spiritual aspect. So this is what Elisha was doing. Elisha was giving himself to the spiritual uh, uh, outlook. He was looking at things from the spiritual perspective. The flesh gives birth to flesh. When we, the, when we, we, we perceive in the things of the flesh we will give back to the things of the flesh because the more we walk on the things of the flesh the more we focus on the natural things we will give in to that we, we will produce the things of the flesh we the enemy is able to gain control more you know when we are more inclined towards the our natural things the natural circumstances the natural trend of things the, the flesh gives birth to, to things of the flesh, but the spirit gives birth to the spiritual things. It's just like in natural, in the natural, the, uh, you, as human beings, 
we will give birth to human beings. The same thing in the spiritual realm, the Holy Spirit gives birth, helps us to give birth to spiritual blessings. This is the life that we have in Christ. The things of the Spirit cannot be perceived when we are focused in the natural. We cannot understand the things of the Spirit. We cannot understand what is given to us in the Spirit. The, the natural perspective cannot understand the spiritual things. It cannot discern. It, it looks impossible. It, it, it's, it's not available to the natural realm. In, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, it says that, What no high has seen, nor hear heard, nor heard of man imagine, is what God has prepared for those who love him. And now you tell me, how can the natural mind, when we are trying to work things out in the natural ability, just focusing on how things look in the natural, how can that person, that natural mind, how can it grab things that it's not been seen? Because I just read now, the Bible says that what God has planned for us, eyes have not seen it, ears have not heard, no art can capture it. The things of God cannot be captured by the natural reasoning. It cannot be discerned when we focus on the natural. This is why God calls us, tells us in Jeremiah 33, chapter 33, verse 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things. I'll tell you marvelous, wondrous things that you could never figure out, never imagine on your own. You see, God wants us to, to tune in in the spirit. That's how we, we're going to be able to see what he has for us. That's where we are going to be able to lay hold of his blessings. In Ephesians chapter 1 uh, verse 3, Paul prayed for the Ephesian church that their eyes will be opened. He said that they, 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 they will be able to understand the eyes of their heart will be enlightened, that they will be able to know what the hope, the hope that is, that is laid up for them, the hope, the riches of the glorious inheritance of the saints in Christ, the riches of the glorious inheritance of the Christ, of Christ in, 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 in the spirit realm, that hope. Even though they, they were believers already. But they needed to have that understanding. They needed to have their, the eyes of their heart open spiritually. Be enlightened in order to be able to see the hope that is laid up for us as children of God in the spiritual realm. You know, hope is very important. Hope is powerful. When you have hope, there is power. No matter how the situation looks, no matter how impossible the situation looks, no matter the circumstances you are facing, when you can see the hope for a better tomorrow, when you can see the hope for it to be resolved, you know, when you can see the hope for the future, you have the power, you, have, you are able to carry on because you, there is an expectation. It's, and it's very important that we can we are able to lay hold of that hope that is laid and is for up laid for us in 
the spiritual blessings of God in heavenly places, that we'll be able to lay hold of it. We'll have that hope. You know, Elisha, that as, as we look at the, the life of Elisha today, I just pray that you will capture the spirit that worked in Elisha's life. To think that this man, Elisha, lived under the law in the whole testament. I mean, they didn't have the Holy Spirit indwelling them, living in them as we believers today. They didn't have that because they were under the law, because Christ had not gone to the cross, had not died for sin. So they, they, they couldn't have the Holy Spirit living in them because of sin. They had to sacrifice, you know, do uh, animal sacrifice every year for atonement of, of their sin. But it was just a temporary measure. It could not remove the, the sin. It could not remove sin until Christ came. He, he became the perfect uh, lamb, the perfect sacrifice for, for sin. And until then, we, they could not, we, 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 we couldn't have the life of Christ. We couldn't have the Holy Spirit living in us. This man didn't have that. But under the law, under the whole testament, the Holy Spirit will just come upon them as an auction and we just uh, walk through them. And yet, all the, the, uh, Elisha was such a man that, you know, lived in that kind of spiritual environment. He, he was a man that was very familiar with his spiritual realm. You know, he, 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 he was very conscious of it. He was very hungry for it. Even the moment when he was called, when Elijah, Elijah called him, you find that in First Kings chapter 19, he, he immediately just, he left everything and just pursued. He pursued uh, Elisha, the, the, the spirit of God that was working in Elisha's life. He, he, he served him. And when he was, uh, when Elisha was ready to depart, he, he, he pressed in for the double measure of what was on Elijah's life. He, he, so he was, you can see that he was a man who was really hungry for God, even under the, the law. He was, he was hungry for the things of God. He was conscious of the spiritual realm. When there, there was a situation in the previous passage that I've just read now, the previous text that I read now, there would there was a situation where the, 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 he was confronted by the uh, array of army, you know, and his servant was fearful. Elisha's servant was fearful. And he just said to, he, he prayed and he said, Lord, open his eyes so that he will be able to see that those are with us are more than those are against, uh, uh, against us. Because the servant was afraid that, oh my God, we are going to die. This is death. You know, we have all this this strong army against us, what are we going to do? There is no escape. But when Elisha prayed and the Lord opened the servant's eyes, he was able to see that in the heavenlies, he could see in the spiritual realm that there were hosts of armies of angels of God, hosts of heaven, chariots of fire. Who, the, the, those who were with them were more than the, 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 those that were against them. And just imagine, that's what the Bible tells us, that the one who is in us, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. You know, you might be facing situation today and it's like, you know, to the world, it looks like 
there is no hope for you. You look foolish. You know, it looks like there is no hope. There is no way. But the Bible says that the one who is in you, the one Christ in us is greater than the devil that is in the world. No matter the whatever the circumstances that you're facing today, I want to encourage you with that word right now. That greater one is in you than he that is in the world. You don't have to be afraid. You just keep your eyes on the word of God. Keep your eyes on God. Keep your focus on what the word of God says concerning your situation. So Elisha, as I was saying, was was a man that really lived in that realm, conscious of the spiritual help available to him. And because of that, he was able to stay on top. He was able to the circumstances. Even when he was confronted with death, even when uh, he, he, was, he was pressed and it was like his back was against the wall, when the, the king's armor bearer said to him, how can this be, thing be possible? How can it be possible? You're saying that there's going to be so much abundance. Even then, Elisha even intensified more in the spirit. He intensified more in the spirit. He said, okay, you are not going to see it, but I will see it. Because Elisha has been able to lay hold of that hope. The hope that is in the spirit realm. He was able to perceive it. The Bible says that God says that the, his plan for us is not to harm us. But the hope that he has for us is, is, is great plans to bring us to an expectation, expected end. You know, the, there was a plan for that city. The devil had a plan to destroy. But Elisha was able to see the hope that God had for the city of Samaria. That there was a hope for abundance. This is a hope for a turn, a change. Somebody change is coming to you today in Jesus' name. I speak that change into your situation. I speak that change into the circumstances that you're coming. It's like it's just come to a place that you can say, I can't even go on anymore. It's like it's choking life out of you. Today, the life of the word of God is coming to you in Jesus' name to bring resurrection life of Christ into that situation into your life to give you the strength to give you the help that you need to continue to go to continue to carry on in Jesus name I speak resurrection power into your situation I speak a turnaround right now in Jesus name the Lord who brought turnaround in that city of Tamaria will bring a turnaround in your circumstance in Jesus name will bring a turnaround in your family situation in your home situation in Jesus name I speak life into your home situation right now in jesus name i speak the power of god i speak help for you in that home right now in jesus name thank you father believe the report of the lord elisha believed the report of the lord the way there was lack where there was nothing where there was death hopelessness but he believed he believed the report of the lord he declared the word of the Lord. It was too good when he declared it. He looked, it was complete opposite to what was happening, what you could perceive in the natural. 
It was complete opposite. And this is what it is. The Bible says that the things of God are foolishness to the natural mind. The things of God, it's ridiculous nonsense to the natural human reasoning. It does not make sense. It doesn't make sense, the things of God, to, uh, to the natural mind. And so, you, you, you sound ridiculous when you're saying that you, you're confronting your situation with the word of God. You're saying when they say that there is no way and you're saying God will make your way. You will sound ridiculous, but don't worry. God is able. It, 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 the power of God, you know, the power, the power that brought creation into existence to this world is foolishness. Yet that is a power in, the, in Genesis when, there was, when the earth was void, the universe was void, there was no hope, there was darkness. And God said, let there be. That, that's the power. That's the power of God. And that power to the natural mind is foolishness. So just don't look at the natural trend of things because it's foolishness. But God says it's the power of God. I mean, even in this situation that we are looking at, when you think about the fact that when we continue, you will see God using a four leopards to deliver this this change into that city. That that in itself is foolishness. God used four leopards who were not they were not they were not trained as military. They didn't have any military training. In those days, the, the lepers they they will they don't they didn't live in the city. They lived outside the city because of the contamination, because of the disease, and so they would live outside the city. So they were not even these these people these lepers were not even the they were not the least. They were the least of the least, and yet they were the ones that were bold enough. They were bold enough to. To, to to go forth and God used them because of that, their boldness, because of their courage, God used them to chase the Syrian army away. You know, the armies of Israel, they were behind the walls, cowarding. They couldn't even face up to them. Yet, these four lepers, well, God used them to chase the whole strong army that the armies of Israel could not face at that time away just imagine it that sounds foolish because can you imagine somebody planning to go to war and then you say okay we're going to just we, we're going to use these lepers they will do the war they will do the fighting it, it it looks ridiculous it sounds foolish and this is how god the things of god sounds this is how the promises of god sound when you are facing the situation that looks impossible but then there is the power of god because it's when you trust that the word of God, you activate the power of God in the spiritual realm. You activate the, the life of God in the spiritual realm. The power of God will come into force, into that situation. That's what happens. What happened with uh, Elisha? When he declared that word, he activated the spiritual realm with the word of God. And he was able to bring power of God to bear in that situation, to bring transformation in that situation. 
okay i'm going to finish here today i will be continue hopefully in the next episode so but for today i want us to pray before leaving uh, before praying i want to say as we have l- looked into the word of all today and we have focused so much on elisha i want to encourage you to adopt that spirit on elijah sorry on elisha to become the prophet of your life the holy spirit is in you as a child of god we have the spirit the spirit of god living in us the bible says the holy spirit is the spirit of prophecy to be encouraged to begin to declare the word of god over you your life you don't need to wait for a prophet to come and prophesy over your life you you become the prophet of your life and declare what the word of god says about this your situation i want to encourage you not to doubt anymore not to look at how things are looking in the natural but to allow the word of god to comfort you and begin to declare that word begin to speak that word word over your life over your situation over your finances over your children whatever the situation is whether it's sickness begin to just declare the word of god adopt that spirit of elisha become the elisha the prophet of your life in jesus name i pray that you will be encouraged and that you will just after today that you you will be just be able to see the hope as paul prayed for the Ephesians that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened your the eyes of your heart will be enlightened and you will see the hope that god has for you god has great plans for you in jesus name yes god has great plans for you and i pray that you you will be enlightened to see that hope and you will press in the spirit you will not be frustrated looking at the natural trend of things, but you will look from the spiritual perspective and pressing into that hope, into the expectation that God has for you in Jesus' name. So as we pray now, I'm setting myself in agreement concerning the situation that you're facing. Whatever that need is now, bring it before the Lord and believe that. The Spirit of the Lord is touching that situation, that God is working in your situation, that there will be a transformation in Jesus' name. So, bow your head and let's pray now, if you can. Father, I thank you today. Thank you for your word. Lord, there is life in your word. Thank you for the Spirit of your word, the power that is in your word. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, today, Father, for that Spirit your spirit that is all this spirit that you comfort and that you will help and that you will counsel you will guide and you will direct concerning the circumstances and situation that your son your daughter is facing right now lord i set myself in agreement for that solution thank you lord for that breakthrough in jesus name i set myself in agreement for the power of god in that situation Lord, I speak peace where there is trouble right now. To that troubled mind, I speak peace. To your mind, I speak peace right now. I come against 
the works of the enemy, the spirit of fear that is harassing. I take authority over that spirit over your life, that tormenting spirit, that spirit that visits you in the night. I speak the word of the Lord against that spirit in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit right now. Father, I pray that anointing of the Holy Spirit will come upon that one. You will anoint that life right now and that the spirit will be broken. I come against the spirit of death that is visiting somebody. The spirit of death is visiting you. Begin to declare that you will live and not die. Right now, I come against death in Jesus' name. I release the life of Christ over that one right now. I speak to that impossible situation, incurable disease. I speak life into that body right now. I command the enemy to take his hands off your body. Take his hands off your life in Jesus' name. I speak life in Jesus' name to you. I see you rise out of that deathbed in Jesus' name. It's not your portion. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for hope right now that is rising in your people's heart. Hope. Father, I pray for enlightening that you will open the eyes of your children. Open their eyes to can see in the spirit realm what your plan, the great plan that you have got for them. In Jesus' name, I pray so. Yes, Father, I thank you for strength right now. Strength is coming into that, that one. That person, that right leg, strength is coming to that leg right now. In Jesus' name, strength to walk, strength to make it. I declare it right now over you, over your body. Father, I thank you. I thank you for supernatural help. I release it, the host of heaven, the assistance of heaven in that impossible situation to bring a change. Thank you, Father. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for listening. The Lord bless you. And until the next episode, God bless you. Bye-bye.